Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Everybody and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, and I have a special guest back with us today, none other than Sean Gaby. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to YouTube and Spotify and CPN Network. You're on the the Charisma Podcast Network as well. What is your podcast yeah. called there? Uh, the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. That's awesome. And so they can just right there, Supernatural Leadership. Exactly. And if you are looking at any time to get a hold of, you can look at your screen. It says uh, how to get a hold of Sean is at SeanGaby.com. You can go there and get a hold of different resources. We're going to get into some of that in a little bit. But guys, we we are on this topic of creating with the creator. And I want to tell you that you came into this realm with more resources than you could use in 10 lifetimes. You have to just learn how to tap into. There's a river of living water that needs to be rushing out of you, not a stagnant swamp. <laughs> it needs to, you need to know this, that the same exact river that flows underneath the throne of God and the glassy sea in heaven is on the inside of you, that same river that wants to produce fruit. You need to be fruit producers. My grandpa told me, Sean, he said, God's interested in fruit, more fruit, much fruit, and that your fruit would remain. God is a God of fruitfulness. That's why he made man and woman so that we could, we could, you know, we could propagate, we could create legacy, and that we could take dominion. God never rescinded his dictation, or, or this commandment to go forth and take dominion. Yeah. So there's there's things that we need to do to receive everything that God has for us. Because we, yeah. we came into this realm as a dream from him. We came into this realm, like I said earlier, with more resources than we know what to do with, but we got to tap into them. Yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, Sean, what would be some of the ways that we can tap into the incredible supernatural life that he has prepared for us. Well, I think as like a, a, a pickup from, from last week, if you, yeah. for those out there that have listened or watched already, um, you know, I think number one, we got to take risks. We got to take mm. risks. We, we yeah. have to be able to handle failure and keep on going. I think so many of us are spiritually paralyzed because of wow. fear, the fear yeah. of failure. Right. So as a result, we don't take faith risks. We don't step out. We don't try things. You know, yeah. um, there's a there's a real temptation out there just to live fruitless. Um, you yeah. know, the very thing that we're called to do, produce fruit, was the very thing that took out humanity in the beginning. Was a fruit in right. the garden. You know, wow. Uh, you said you can eat off, or God said you can eat off any of the fruit, any of the trees except for one. Don't touch the fruit. And yeah. uh, you know, as you know, Adam and Eve did, and so. You know, we're always we're, we're we're called to produce fruit. We're called to experience and walk in the supernatural. And the very thing that stops us often is a fear of the supernatural. Supernatural is like the unknown, a fear of the unknown, a fear right. of the the wow. mystery of what if I don't make it? What if I mess up? Like Peter, he could mm. have not stepped out of the boat when Jesus called him. And yeah, people focus on the fact that he sunk. 
the fact is he actually walked on the water. Yeah, he sunk, but he still yeah. walked on the water. I would yeah. rather walk a little bit and sink yeah. Yeah. than never, never walk at all because I don't want to try because walking on water is impossible. Living a supernatural leadership lifestyle is impossible. Impossible. But with God, all, all things, things are possible. Right. And so I always say it like this. When you take the I'm out of the equation, because I am imp- a possible, all things become possible. When we are at the wow. forefront of the impossibility, yes, it will stay impossible. We remove ourselves and put God at the forefront of the impossibility. The yeah. I am is taken out of the word and it's possible. And yeah. so I just believe that in all things, like at the end of the day, man, if you want to walk in the supernatural, you got to be willing to do the impossible yeah. by not letting fear keep you in a state of spiritual paralysis. Yeah. The fear of man and the fear of the unknown must be destroyed. Yeah. And the only way you can really do it is understanding Romans 5, 5 says hope no longer disappoints us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who he's given to us. So perfect love dwells in us and we need to tap into that perfect love because we need to destroy fear. I tell my spiritual kids all the time, go take risks. I got your back. We got to get out of the cubicle. We got to get out of the containment. Yeah, there are boundaries that God created, which are vast and, and, and abounding. There are boundaries that I have to live within. That's my obedience to him. There, right. But there are containments in the midst of the boundaries that the enemy has set up. And you said people have been paralyzed. I call it paralytic uh, um, para- paralysis. Oh, wow. Paradigm paralysis. That's what it is. Sorry. <laughs> Right. The paradigm paralysis, we can't see beyond the control and the containment that we've been in. And and people have been conditioned over the last four years, Sean, and they're trying to still, you know, I don't know if people are hearing this and I don't want to be propagating this, but they're talking about more mandates coming out and masks and different viruses and things. And, I, and, they're, and they're trying to operate in the conditioning to get us to get back in fear. But what you're saying, Sean, is bang on. We need to jump out of the boat. We need to do the unconventional. We need to break out of the paradigm paralysis that has had us trapped in saying we can't do it. I want to tell you all things are possible because you have the Holy Ghost. And I know I'm talking to mainly believers here, but if you're not a believer and you stumbled onto this and you say, what's this all about? You go to my website, go to barrymiracle.ca, throw some questions in there. We will send you a Bible. We will send, I'll send you one of my books. Well, we will lead you uh, into a relationship and and begin to show you where you can get discipled in and receive this new life, this new creation. But we got to be like, blind Bartimaeus and we got to be like you know uh Zacchaeus Zacchaeus was short in stature right he positioned himself to get to the place where Jesus was but he had to take a risk he had to climb up the seek him more tree and he had to go out on a limb he had to take a risk you got sometimes you got to go on a, a a limb so you can see Jesus because if you can see Jesus Jesus can see you get to a place where you can see Jesus yeah, that's good. Sean, we got it. What you're saying is so bang on. We got to stop playing it safe. I mean, we'll get by and we'll survive life, perhaps, maybe not live as quite as long, 
because we don't tap into the supernatural uh, flow of life, but as much, but life abundance and the, and the, you being an answer is all waiting for you to manifest and become a king, a a child of the king. Yeah, for sure. No, I love that. I I believe absolutely in, in the risk taking. I know I always remember, like, I've had a lot of over the years, like experiences and words and with what I do when I travel, you know, I, I'm always trying to take risks and push myself. Yeah. And I've, I've taken so many risks over the years, but one that always stands out to me, if I can just share this real quick is absolutely. I, I was in, I was in Arizona speaking at a conference years ago and I, it was like the meeting was electric. I remember thinking like, I don't want to, I don't want to maneuver wrongly. Cause you right. know, when something, when God is moving in yeah. a really distinct way, we are walking very softly, walking very softly and, and making sure that like I'm kind of leaning into and all of a sudden I hear God say to me very clearly hamburger. Right. And this is in the middle. So I've just been speaking a little bit about alignment and how God wants to bring us into alignment. And then I, I get interrupted and I hear the Lord say hamburger. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm not hungry for a hamburger. I don't want a hamburger. I wasn't thinking about a hamburger. Great. Said, I'm no. hungry for a hamburger right now. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, <laughs> no, he said, that means something to somebody in the room. I yeah. want you to say it. And I'm like having this internal dialogue with God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. While I'm leading the meeting. And I'm like, I don't want to say that. Like, I don't want to ruin and sort of like, you know, kibosh the meeting in this moment. And I heard it again. God's like, it means something to somebody. When you release it, something's going to happen. So I said, okay, I said, uh, you know, this is it. This is weird. This is different. I'm going to say something. I believe it means something to somebody in the room. Something's going to happen. I said, like, I kind of pastored it a little bit. I'm like, I, you know, when you, you know, it's like whatever you bind on the earth has already been bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on the earth has already been loose in heaven. In other words, like whatever you release here has already been spoken up here. And so I said, when I say this, something's going to happen. I said it, everyone laughed and nothing happened. So I said it again a second time. Everyone kind of laughed. I said, hamburger, because I didn't have a word about it. I, I said, <laughs> hamburger, nothing happened. So I said it a third time, and I'm like, I'm out. You know, I'm like, I, third time. I'm heading for the hamburger. Airport. Nothing happened. So I moved on from wow. the word. It kind of continued. I didn't really know what was going on. About 15 minutes later, this guy stands up, and he interrupts the meeting. This young guy stands up, interrupts the meeting. He's like, I'm healed. I'm healed. Something's happening. I'm healed. And it turns out this guy, he came in, he, he had been living with a five year, over five year condition in one of his legs in the knee area where he had his knee totally destroyed in a football accident where somebody right. with the helmet, the head rammed yeah. into the side of his knee, totally taking his knee out of complete alignment. Wow. That's the word. Remember this, the word alignment. And, uh, and, and he hadn't, he was in this crippling condition, like couldn't walk and put pressure on that leg, came in uh, and not mobile into this meeting. He's up, he's jumping up and down. He's healed, he's healed. He's healed. I didn't even pray for the guy. I didn't pray a prayer for the knee. Didn't have yeah. a word of knowledge about the knee. So I'm like, oh, that's amazing. We celebrated and moved on. Still no hamburger. So at the very end of the meeting, and I kind of don't like when this happens, no. But really, only reason I don't like it is because it's like my pride at the end of the day. Sure you know? <laughs> I, I, I uh, at the end of the meeting, that same guy comes up to me, and he's like, "Sean, he's like, I was too kind of embarrassed to like share this part of the story, 
you know, I'm the guy with the knee. I'm, I'm healed. He's like, he's like, and this hey. is where you say, I take back the healing. No, just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like super happy. He's like, Sean, this is crazy. He said three weeks ago, I had a dream. And in my dream, I was with my friends and my friends and myself in the dream. This is in a dream. We're deciding about a code name. Yeah. But whenever this code name was spoken, my yeah. life spiritually and physically, listen to this, would come into alignment. Right. So physically, like physically healing, spiritually, yeah. emotionally, everything would come into alignment. So he said, yeah. my so he said, my friend said, let's make the word macaroni. So whenever the word macaroni is, this is in a dream, okay? It's yeah. weird stuff yeah, in yeah, a dream, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make the word macaroni. So whenever macaroni is spoken, your life will come into order and alignment. But he said, Sean, he's like, this is crazy. He said, in the dream, I argued with my friends and I said, no, I don't want the name to be macaroni. I want the code name to be hamburger. So when the <laughs> word hamburger is spoken, everything comes into order and alignment. And I'm wow. like, bro, I'm like, why didn't you say that? That's like, the meeting would have blown up. <laughs> like that would have encouraged the whole room. Like what? Anyways, super did happy. You did you ever Email interview me. him? With that, yeah, he emailed me like three weeks later, shared the whole like rundown of how it changed his his life, his yeah. healing, his yeah. his spiritual, his emotional, everything was just like boom, it just snapped into order and alignment. And so I say all that to say, yeah, is that like without taking those risks, right. you don't know what you're missing when it you don't comes know what you're missing experiencing the supernatural in your life and Jesus moving powerfully. That's amazing. It's like uh, black ops operators, um, like deep CIA kind of thing. They have sleepers. Right. And then when a word is spoken, it's they go into everything shifts and changes oh. for them. And that's it, it was a sleeper. And I, I, I know that we came, you know, okay, let me just start here. Proverbs 25, 2 says, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and it's a glory of the king to dig out the matter and that and you probably preached on that yourself and heard many people preach on it but the fact of the matter is that word matter is the greek word davar the bar but spelled d-a-v-a-r and its definition is spoken word hmm. so everything is voice activated yeah everything is created and held together by the power of a spoken word so when when we're not taking risks and releasing the frequency of our voice into a situation, there are people that will never be delivered. Like, wow. what's that would he would? Well, maybe they would find somebody else that would, you know, be in a meeting that would finally say hamburger, you know. And and I don't know. Did you say it like Inspector Clouseau or no? I don't know who that is. Sorry, it's from Pink Panther. Oh no, I didn't say it like it's that. The whole I scene, didn't... anyway. I'm not yeah. suggesting you watch the movie, but yeah. there's a hamburger. No, I didn't say it like that. No, I said it in full on Canadian. Full on Canadian. Okay, good. Anyway, so no, um, that's amazing. And so here's a question. There's a whole lot of creation about to happen. This is what the Lord told me. He says, the only place you can create something that has never been is in the place called the unknown. You can't create a brand new, you know, form of fuel or, or, or a brand new way of multiplying food and, and 
and all these different mysteries that God wants to bring through his church by something as familiar. You have to create something in the place of unknown. There, there, and, and th so unknown is not to be feared. Unknown is to be embraced because we are, we know whose we are. And that's the key. If when when I found out whose I am, that's when I can do anything. My daddy can beat up your daddy. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I'm I'm like I'm like this childlike faith. And I think that's who you are as well. And a lot of our friends are the same way. We just believe what God said is true. The promises of God are still yes and amen. Sean, there's seven thousand over seven thousand promises from God towards men. The promises of God are still amen. So uh, to operate in creativity, to begin to co-create with God, because that's what he's calling us to do. We're co-creators because we're co-heirs and we're the gatekeepers here now. And we speak things into existence. And this is our training ground for eternity. Hmm. And I'm going to get into that in the next few weeks about what I mean by that. But anyway, how do we identify the pizza dream uh, to God's voice? How do we, you know, because he is building his church on the ability to perceive and receive from God. So it's your hearing. It's, it's like Shema, Shema Israel. It is all about the whole being receiving. But how do we, train ourselves to receive what we and know it's authentically god that is saying hamburger speak hamburger how do yeah, we i think you we... uh, number one you only learn by doing because then you get familiar with the feeling the experience um of course it, it goes without saying everyone's going to assume this but and i i teach this in my courses i have a whole you know like three lesson teaching on video on my website uh, in my school, the supernatural on dream interpretation. We have a whole dream interpretation guide to help people learn through that. But at the core of everything, number one, you have to know the word of God. I believe that the wow. word of God is absolutely vital in develop developing the framework and the spiritual, I call it like Brita filter, so to speak, to filter out all of the garbage so we get the purest form of what God is saying. I mean, Hebrews 4, uh, verse 12, about the word of God living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, it divides soul and spirit. It helps us discern. The word of God is a discerning tool to separate what's of God and what's of us. Yeah. And so at the core, that goes without saying. Uh, but beyond that, of course. But is, what is but is really important, because sometimes we skip these these things that that sure. seem like basics. For sure. You know, sure. it's like a lot of the coaches that take a football at and, and when they're about to enter into season in the first practice and Vince Lombardi used to do this every year. And that's what who's named after the Super Bowl. Right. He And one of the greatest coaches, he he would take the football and he would these guys have been playing football all their lives. They know what a football looks like. He begins to present. This is a football. And then he goes through and talks about the seams. He talks away. It's made out of pigskin. But we we forget the deep things, the right things, the foundational things, and we want to just skip to. But Sean, so you know, sharing with that, I we must prophesy out of the word. Yeah, we must have our paradigm 
our paradigm must be shaped. Our grid, our gray matter must be full of, our synapses must be full of the word of God. For sure. I mean, Joseph said in when it came to interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, like, do not all interpretations belong to God? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, how do you know God? Well, one of the ways you get to know who he is is get to know his word, which is a reflection of who he is, his nature. So, you know, you can read all the dream interpretation books out there, all the dream dictionaries, all the symbols, you know, you yeah. can get great teaching, and that's all good as it's a supplement. Good. Sure. But so, at the end of the day, like if you don't have a relationship with the one who is the dream giver, yeah, you're gonna miss it every day of the week. You cannot just rely on symbols because a spider to you in this moment might not be a spider to me in a dream. Yeah. Yeah. A snake, people think snakes in a dream are always Satan. It's not true. I mean, if you're looking not from true. a biblical standpoint, a snake on the a bronze snake on a cross in Exodus was actually a symbol of healing. Yeah. symbol of salvation but then also in the garden genesis it was a symbol of temptation pictured as the devil himself so you can't just you can't just point blank say that everything is always this it's not greek linear it's not that one plus one always equals two in the kingdom one plus one can equal 10 one day and equal five the next day and then equal two the day after that yeah. um, it all depends on what the spirit is saying so we need all the supplementation we need the teaching we need instruction we need instructors. We need mentors. We need to get into the word. And all of that is great. And it's all a part of our journey in getting to know him. But yeah. at the end of the day, he is the source of all yeah. interpretation. And so I believe actually, like, and I teach this, that every dream you have, you can learn something from. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you play video games all day and then you dream that you're still in a video game, well, you can wake up from that. Maybe it's nothing profound, but you realize, man, it just ruined my night because all I did was dream about everything I ingested all day long. You can learn from that and say, man, maybe I ingested too much <laughs> video yeah. games all day or yeah. I watched too many movies because it affected my dream life. Like everything you have in a dream can have some sort of revelation attached to it. Doesn't mean it's like a God revelation, yeah. but it's a revelation to you of maybe something that's a little off. It's a little yeah. out of balance. And so pay attention, because even to the pizza dream, yeah. pay attention to the yeah. pizza. Maybe you've been eating too much pizza. <laughs> and you need to take that out of your diet. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the carbs. Doing. We need to bring those carbs down. Yeah, exactly. There, so pay, I mean, because yeah. in the Old Testament, if you, I, yeah. I don't know, but like in the Old Testament, all the kings, I mean, they'd had like astrologers, they had magicians, they had soothsayers around them, what we'd consider yeah. like the new age. Yeah. You know, today they had them start because they they so believed that every dream was either from the gods yeah. or from God himself, as in like the Hebrew God, like Yahweh. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they had this belief that everything in the night came yeah. from something supernatural. So, hey, I'm going to bring a team around me that can interpret the supernatural for me as an advisor because yeah. I value it. Like yeah. they didn't probably even believe in pizza dreams. They didn't have movies yeah. like we do, like. Yeah. Like the nighttime was a sacred time of intervention. Yeah. Right. And we should guard and 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 position ourselves and, and guard the gates of our lives so that we can have clearer um uh, communication from yeah. God. Yeah. So I, I believe revelation is coming right now, Sean. Yeah. And a lot of people need to, and you do 
a lot of this teaching on your supernatural leadership um, podcast and also your supernatural leadership school. Um, the, we need to know this and you need to know this, guys. There are There is greater revelation coming about the dream life. I know, I know people I have, uh, well, one of my daughters actually will travel in her dream life and, and be on somebody's front lawn. And this has happened a, a, a bunch of different times. And, and a person saw her there and asked her when, when he saw her the next time that he saw her, that what were you doing on my lawn? And I guess she just, she just was praying. Wow. And I know another 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 minister friend of mine that he goes into a dream state and he goes and ministers to people all over the world, mm, and they yeah. see him there. So I mean, this is this sounds like crazy stuff to to somebody that's not living a supernatural life. But there are, if it happens in a dream, a lot of times it's really happening. Yeah. So even Solomon, uh, Sean, you you're familiar obviously with you know King Solomon. He did not ask for wisdom physically he asked for wisdom in a dream whenever god wants to move an agenda uh, ahead he, he gives a man or a woman a dream and so things can happen and they're actually verifiable and they're actually contractional yeah. in dreams yeah and so we need to this needs to be a lot more intentional in our lives and we need to wake up out of the nightmare of normality and wake up into the dream of god for our lives and begin to allow him to speak through to us and through us and then perceiving yeah for sure yeah. I mean, we get so much wisdom out of a dream like i had to look literally to make this practical right now yeah. i we have an event coming up uh soon here and i went to one of the venues recently that we had originally locked in i went in i just felt off about it and i was praying god like if it's not the venue, give me, give me like some wisdom. Yeah. I had a dream last night about the venue. And last I had night. an interaction with a gentleman that represented the venue, which I knew was like the spirit of the venue. I won't go through all the details. Yeah. And he was interviewing me. And in the interview, I could feel the spirit behind this venue. And in the dream, I knew this was not our venue. So I woke up, told our team, I'm like, this can't, it's not our venue. This is not our mm -hmm. venue. We're pulling out. And we're going to find them. We found already already now have two other options on the table just today out of that dream, which wow. we didn't have any other options. So um, like I take dreams very seriously and yeah. instruction. And let me just say this, Job 33. Yeah. I love this verse says God may speak. This is chapter 33. Can't remember. I think it's verse five or somewhere. God may speak in one way or another, yet man does not recognize it. Then it says this. In a dream or yeah. in a vision of the night, while men are slumbering on their beds, he then seals their instruction. Wow. Instruction, one of the best ways that God can instruct us wow. is in the night. Why? Because we're still. Yeah. Because our mind That's is not indeed. wrestling against yes. the stuff of the world and the distractions. And God can just drop it. And it's interesting. That's why I, I you know, what people call deja vu. I actually I see this in Job 33 where it says he seals their instruction. Sometimes there's dreams that he seals in the envelope of your spirit and closes up that you can't remember the next day. But then like 10 years from now, you're in a place and you're like, I've already been here. It's because in that moment, he opened up the envelope 
yeah. of your spirit. And he pulled that dream out that you had that you forgot about that you couldn't remember in your mind, yeah. but it was still yeah. stuck in our impartation in your, your spirit. Wow. And then you were like, you were already there. And that is a sign that, Hey, you're in the right place at the yeah. right time. You already dreamt it. You just, your mind could yeah. not comprehend what was already locked away in your spirit. And God will un, he will like almost unseal the envelope and say, yeah. Hey, I'm just letting you know you're in the right place at the right time. Wow. So these little notifications along the way really help us uh, to take those risks. Yeah. So moving, moving forward, can you, I just feel that we need to just minister just, to, just for a few moments right now, Sean, to people that uh, would begin to look, would begin to be aware of their dream life. And people, I have people say to me, oh, I don't dream. I said, uh, that's a lot because everybody dreams every night and it's just whether it's sealed up it's whether or not you are willing you're wanting you're desiring you're you know um sometimes you just say a, a prayer like this you know um father help me dream my dream that you dream for me to live i pray that every night i want to dream in accordance i want to think your thoughts i want to so I, I i don't put conditions on my dream life because I don't want to put a, a, a ceiling on him yeah. uh, or containment or control, but I do, I do decree and declare some things that he's given to me. And if you guys want uh, my nighttime confession, it takes about probably, well, for me, it takes a little longer, but you could probably go through it in about seven minutes, but it hits different areas of your life and releasing forgiveness and all the different things you need to do to clean yourself up at the end of the day. But one of them is, is about just preparing yourself to receive the dreams that God has for you. So Sean, do you have anything you could say about that? Maybe pray or prophesy over yeah. people right now that need to pay attention more to their dream life. Yeah. I, I feel like um, when, and I've been around in this vein teaching this for a long time. And my experience in this is when people say, I don't dream. Yeah. What they mean usually is, yeah, I've had a few dreams. I remember. Yeah. But I don't dream consistently. But when you say I don't dream, it's like you're discounting the dreams that you have had. It's like saying the word never, very dangerous word. You never do. I will never. I never. Well, yeah, you do. And yeah, it's happened. But you're using the word never as a blanket statement. And I almost believe like you're par you partner with limitation. You partner with a spiritual blockage when you use terms like that. I never dream. God never speaks to me. Um, I never you know, have these supernatural provision miracles yet, you know, just like, you know, a month ago, you want to trip, you know, to, to Florida, whatever. And, and, but you just don't see it as God. So you don't acknowledge it as God. And you, and, and therefore it's like, you live in this never, but God is always doing these things. And so, first of all, I'd say like the number one key is to repent and say, okay, God, like I have had a dream. Maybe you have a memory of one dream in the last 10 years. Yeah. Maybe you've had a dream when you were a child. Maybe you have had, had several dreams. Acknowledge the little mm. and you'll make room for the more. Yeah. Steward the little, honor the little, honor what has taken place, and you will make room to grow into the more. Start there. And that just yeah. simply just start with a little bit of repentance, changing your perspective. Repentance is simply just going to the highest place the penthouse of god's where the word pent means to go yeah. to the high place and see yeah. from his vantage point that hey yeah, so you have given me dreams god hey you have yeah. given me these 
provisional miracles that other people talk about that I feel like I've never got, but I see them now. Like you have given me th these things. And so I'm going to begin okay. to honor yeah. and thank you for what you have done as a paving of the way for what you will do. And so in Jesus name right now, God, we just pray an unlocking mm. for every listener yeah. that has had these experiences, but maybe mm. has forgotten or has, has not acknowledged them the way that they should and that you would God remove, remove the invisible glass ceiling that's over them that maybe has been placed by our own narrative, our own words in Jesus name right now. Break mm. that glass, break that limitation right now. And I pray that tonight even that dreams would begin to take place again. Yes. In Jesus name. Maybe you don't have them every night, but like, and I'm not saying everybody has the, like a memory of them every night, yeah. But I believe God is always speaking to us. And so God, mm -hmm. turn on our ability to remember, turn on yeah. our ability to comprehend, turn on our ability to engage and connect with what it is that you are saying in Jesus name. So it's, it's like the prophetic when you receive a prophetic word and you don't do it, it it's like, I don't, I don't hear from God anymore. Well, he for the for the people that are to operate prophetically or wired that way, even um, anyway, um, it, it's like he's not going to give you another word or a flow of other words until perhaps you pay attention and you begin to war and you begin to see that and you go back and do the very thing he told you to do. I am I'm I'm presenting this, Sean, and and uh, um, I, I think that a lot of people that say they don't dream much or haven't dreamed in a long time is because God has given you a directive. I want you to go back to that dream. I want you to be faithful to begin to agree with that dream and do with that dream or, or ask and inquire about that dream. And I think that the dreamers have been stifled by their own lack of operating in what they've been shown. So when you be, you'll begin to open up the floodgates of God directing you, giving you the wise and winning and genius ideas. God wants to give you vision for your future. He wants to give you vision for your provision. He wants to give you an ability to have answers and solutions in the midst of poverty and impossibilities in your dream life, in your vision, and even throughout the day when he gives you a, a vision throughout the day. That we need to be aware of God speaking into our lives. So, yeah. Sean, um, there's just one last thing I want to ask you about, and thank you so much for for um, coming out and taking the time because you're a busy, busy man running a church. You got Sean Foyt coming in, and you got all these different conferences that you're doing, and I just want to say thank you. Guys, if you can go to, can they sow a seed at SeanGaby.com? Can they? Um, uh, uh, yeah, well, so SeanGaby.com has every, kind of everything that we're kind of connected to. Yeah. Uh, our school online, yeah. Um, you know, you can purchase the school. We have a, a mentoring program on there as well. You yeah. can fill out the questionnaire survey if you're interested in that. But the school really is going to take you to the next level in your leadership. If you want to sow a seed as a charitable organization, if you're in Canada and you want to get a tax receipt, you can do that at kingdomculture.ca. Um, Kingdom and that's culture. all up there on SeanGaby.com. Okay, just go there. Guys, if you have heard something from Sean that you say, hey, I want that, you need to sow where you want to go. You, you need to sow where you want to grow. And so I just want to encourage you to buy his uh, his his school or, or um, you know, get involved in a supernatural leadership, 
uh, school there and and get involved in and by sewing into the ministry at kingdomculture.ca is it yeah yeah our charitable organization yeah charitable. so any or you can just go to seangaby.com just but i'm not, i'm encouraging you to get get his material he's got books he's got lots of teachings on that in that school uh encourage you to get in contact with him because really it, you you need to sew into where you want to grow into what you want to grow into so Sean, um, one last one last question. Uh, what is one key that you can give to us on on hearing? What is that one key that we can so that we can position ourselves? And because I believe God is speaking louder in this season, so there's so many answers waiting. We, I'm not going to get him into you know we we shared a, you shared a couple of different testimonies of different crazy things that have happened in meetings of. Uh, on words of knowledge and stuff but and 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 you just say things and and all of a sudden they're it's opening up a whole new world for people but if we can we got to hear it right so, so at first yeah first i would say like we have to change our language and frame it from the vantage point of it's not about hearing it's about recognizing because john 10 27 says my sheep hear my voice yeah it doesn't say they they hear sometimes they hear when they're good they hear when they're fasting they hear when they're in the word they hear right. when they're like going to church seven days a week Speak my sheep anywhere if you're a sheep Just you're here. hearing so yeah. the issue is you're always actually hearing the challenge and the issue really is the problem lies within recognizing what it is that you're hearing Samuel as a pre prophet yeah was hearing a voice yeah but because revelation was rare in those days he wasn't recognizing who the voice was. Wow. So it's like as you get to know, it's like a, a child. If you're a parent, or you know, uh, your 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 child, like as you spend time with your child, your child, or as your child spends time with spends spends time with you, your child will begin to recognize your voice in a crowd. Where you, eventually, with as a four year old, you can yell James or whatever in the grocery store, and they'll know that it's yeah, that, that's, that's their father talking yeah. to them. But that takes time. Yeah. It takes time to recognize the tone of the voice, the nature of the voice, the, the, the way the voice communicates. And so I, I would really say that as a starting point to mm. start saying out loud, you know, you, you may, you're struggling to recognize the voice of God because you are hearing the voice of God all the time, but you've not recognized the voice of God. And so mm. of course there's many different ways. I have a whole teaching on like the 15 ways that God may be speaking to you and there's many different ways God is speaking to you, but I think a really healthy starting point is to frame your perspective differently that it's not about hearing. It's about recognizing, let your whole aim, because I, I say this all the time, it should be illegal from now on for someone to ever say, I don't hear the voice of God. You right. should say, I hear the voice of God, but I'm having a hard time recognizing mm. what it is that he's saying. Um, and that actually, to me, is yeah. like the 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 beginning of the on ramp yeah. onto the highway of God in His yeah. voice. As yeah. soon as you get that revelation, mm. that's like, oh my gosh, okay, wow, I am hearing, but my goal in life is to learn to recognize the various tones yeah. in which He is using to speak to me. All through intimacy, all through the knowing, all through the process, all through the relationship. The yeah. kingdom of God works at the speed of relationship. Yeah. 
And I, I think that we're so afraid that we're going to, we're going to miss it. We're so afraid that we're not going to uh, get to hear God properly or whatever. There's the, the, that fear that we're, we're not going to make it all these kind of things that, that we want to make it a cookie cutter cafeteria microwave, uh, put a quarter in, get a prophetic word lifestyle. Right. And, and it, it is the farthest from that. My grandpa told me several years ago, he said to me, um, God is interested in fruit, more fruit, much fruit, and that your fruit would remain. And how do you, how do you become fruitful? He says, life is not a hundred meter dash. It's right. not a marathon. It's a slow, steady plod one step up at a time. Yeah. And, and we, yeah. And, but we, and especially in the charismatic Pentecostal circles, we want wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We want to get in, get out and get on with our lives and, and just, you know, okay. I, I tried it for 30 seconds and, and I didn't get a prophetic word. Hmm. And I just want to say, this takes time. This yeah. takes, this takes, um, and, and, and you're fortified in the midst of it. Don't be, don't be concerned that you're going to miss it. You know, you just got to be willing to be willing and he's going to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can I say one more thing really quick? Absolutely. I was just going to say whatever, you know, last yeah. remarks. Yeah, just like a little, like a little spiritual, like deep nugget before we go, because I think this is so valuable. And, uh, you know, um, the voice of God is so vast. It's so there's like so many different. In fact, you know, Revelation chapter one, and I believe it's also 15, John likens the voice of God to a mighty rushing water, to a roaring waterfall. That's what he calls right. it. Yeah. It's like it. So if you think about a roaring waterfall, you think of like Niagara Falls or you think of like any yeah. place with water, the, the the power and the sound structure in a waterfall is so vast. In fact, if you take an oscilloscope, which is a tool to measure sound waves and you measure the sound waves of a waterfall which is what G john likens the voice of god to it 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 goes off of the scale on both ends in other words there's only a portion a small portion of what the human ear can hear in frequency mm. like a dog whistle you the human ear mm -hmm. can't hear it 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 the waterfall goes off on both sides of the spectrum so there are other words there are frequencies that you cannot hear with your natural physical ear they say that there's actually over over 20,000 different tones in a rushing waterfall. Mm. And it's funny because then if you think about this, okay, so there, the, the voice of God is likened to this like roaring rush, but powerful. There's so many different tones and variables. Re Revelation, I believe it's 15. John also likens the voice of God to a symphony of harpists. Mm. And if you've ever been to a symphony you know that the only way you're going to distinguish the sound of the many instruments is it if it's in the right acoustically treated environment, right? You can't put right. a symphony, an orchestra in like a, a a cement shell. It will sound like a muddy mess. So it's yeah. like the voice of God. You won't be able to distinguish the tones, the sound, the different high trebles and lows. It's all a muddy mess. But you put that same symphony in a healthy acoustically treated environment and it's beautiful. You can distinguish the highs and the lows. You can distinguish mm. the different violins, the different stringed instruments. You can distinguish the beauty of the sound. So interestingly enough, John 10, 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice. The voice, that word voice is the word phone in the Greek. It actually means tone. Interesting. My sheep hear my tone. 
And the word here this is going to blow your mind. The word here is comes from the root word where we get our English term acoustics from. Mm. So think about this for a second. When he said, my sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. He's saying this, my sheep have created an, and will or will create or should create or need to create an acoustically treated environment like a symphony would have, uh, would, would be in to distinguish the different tones yeah. of my voice. Right. And that's about the heart. When mm. you, in your heart, create an acoustic, a, a healthy whole environment, you will be able to take that waterfall voice of God and distinguish and learn the different tones and frequencies of God's voice. Mm. This is Bible. This yeah. is simply Bible. And I yeah. say all that to say is like the voice of God is so complex, but yet very simple in the sense of it's powerful, it's mighty, and it's a never ending journey of discovery. And if you would just continue to guard your heart and mm. keep your heart whole and healthy, right. you will be able to see and explore the vast nature of the 20,000 different tones of God's voice. It's all about recognition. It's yeah. all about recognition. That's my encouragement to you out there is if you want to recognize the voice of God, watch over your heart yeah. with all diligence because out of your heart flow the issues of it's life, Proverbs right. chapter four. Out yeah. of that place, all the stuff comes out. And if you can control that, it will be like that acoustically treated environment to distinguish the noise and the sound and the tone of God's voice. So good. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I'm asking that you would condition our hearts. Lord God, you condition our, our minds, our wills, our emotions, and our bodies. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here to preserve our whole spirit, souls, and bodies until that perfect day. I thank you, Lord God, that we are being conditioned even right now, Lord God, for recognition. Uh, Father, I'm asking that there would be an ability, Lord God, to repent all the way through, that we, Lord God, would be able to clear our hearts so that we can have sustainability at the end of the day, Lord God, that we would be able to stand at the tops of mountains and open the gates of glory. And Father God, your glory would reign into this world because we, we know, Lord God, that the whole earth needs to be filled with the knowledge of your glory, yeah. Father. And we're asking that we would be the vessels that would be able to hear, Lord God, recognize and begin to disseminate the information that we're receiving from you, the revelation, Lord God. Yeah. There, we didn't even get to that one scripture that we wanted to, Sean. <laughs> Called divine interruption. <laughs> it's a divine interruption. Yeah. So uh, once again, please go to seangaby.com, S-H-A-W-N-G-A-B-I-E.com. Uh, look at his material, look at his leadership uh, um, manuals and, and and schools that he has there and um, do yourself a favor. That was rich, Sean. That was really rich. I mean, in 20,000 different sounds, uh, tones that come out of a, of a rushing water, and that's just one way of describing him there's the multiple yeah. billions of, of of different and when we they, they say when we see him we're going to be like him and the more we see him the more we're going to be like him and the more visual the more no, revealed knowledge that we're going to receive and we're going to be seeing at higher spectrums we're going to be hearing at higher levels and we're going to be able to operate 
I, the sound and sight are going to begin to merge more. I, I'm just very, Sean, I'm very excited about the future. Mm. I'm, I'm not dreading it one little bit. I'm so excited about the wise and witty and ingenious ideas that, that our listeners are, are operating in as they become uh, conditioned. You know, it's the war of awareness. It's a war of, of, of who are you focusing on? Who's got your attention? Yeah. Who's got your heart? Who's got your, you know, who's got your, your, your attention in this season is really wow. huge. Wow. So anyway, thanks so much, Sean, for coming on. Thanks um, for having me. It's always a pleasure. Love you, man. Yeah. Love you, bro. Um, so anyway, guys, like I said, go finish, uh, go um, see Sean's website at seangaby.com. Also, if you want more um, material on our ministry, you can go to barrymiracle.ca. You can go to wakeupintoyourdream.com. Uh, but I have a, this, like I mentioned in the earlier program, I have this leadership uh, experience happening. I'm very excited about it. We, uh, currently, I don't think we'll have 90 tickets left by the time I'm talking to you, but uh, we, ha we have some tickets left that you can go on barrymiracle.ca. Uh, you can go to barrymiracle.ca and, and there's a, uh, a drop down on your phone or else there's uh, some keys at the top of the screen that you can push ascending the summit leadership experience. Uh, I'm very excited to share what God's showing me on how to make it. Uh, you've made it this far. You've, you've survived the, the different viruses and containment and control, and you've survived your business or your ministry survived this far. And now you've got the base camp, but now you're facing this impossible summit in front of you. How do you scale it? You need new tools. You need new giftings. You need new leadership. You need new teamwork. You, you, yes. Are you, are you going to leave everything? No, you're, there are a lot of things that are at foundation now, but you're going to add some things to your repertoire to help you grow. And that's what we're going to be releasing at barrymiracle.ca. And you can sign up there. Anyway, love you guys. Until next week, this is Barry Miracle signing off. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>